the hymns we sang this morning, what love it was that brought thee down. In verse, in hymn number 330, and then in verse 3 it says, "'Tis love that cannot be explained. It is too wonderful, too vast the heart of God alone contain. Such thoughts divine in ages pass, but oh, I know it rests on me. I think, beloved, that when we were enemies, when we had no thoughts of God, He thought about us. And he would send his son, the Lord Jesus, to come and to redeem you, the likes of you and me. I know myself. I know who I, who I am, what, I, what, what my thoughts were. I had no thoughts of God before. And yet he would consider me, he would consider you, and he would send the Lord Jesus to come and to die. To pay a price that you and I couldn't pay. Uh, yet he would take upon himself your sin, my sin, and he would consider himself as the guilty one to die for us. We were the guilty ones. And he, the, he the, the just one, would die for an unjust person like me. <coughs> it bows our hearts in worship and praise and thanks and adoration because of who he is and for the work that he has done. I just want to share with you a few brief thoughts this morning concerning worship. And uh, we find a woman who recognized how uh, Important the Lord is, the Lord Jesus is, and his work was that he was about to do, that she, she was compelled to worship him. And a very, a very familiar scripture in Luke chapter 10, we just, just for connection's sake, Luke chapter 10, I think it is, um, we read of Mary there. I just want to point out just one one expression here. In Luke chapter 10 and verse 39, we know the story very well. Now it came to pass as they, as they went that he entered into a certain village and a certain woman named Martha received them into her house. And she had a sister called Mary which sat, which also sat at the feet and heard his word. Note that. Mary sat at his feet and she heard his word. Martha complained verse, in verse 40. Uh, 
Jesus answered her in verse 41, And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things, but one thing is needful. And Mary had chosen that good part which shall not be taken away from her. So what Mary did was she sat at the feet of the Lord Jesus and she heard his word. And what were the Lord's comments? She had chosen the good part, that part that would not be taken away from her. We, we turn from there. I, I don't want to talk about that here. Um, we, go to, we go to John's Gospel, and in chapter 11, we find uh, Mary again at the feet of the Lord Jesus. Uh, <clears throat> in, in John's Gospel, chapter 11, and when you get to verse 32, we find that Mary is again at the feet of the Lord Jesus. At, at first in the house, she was at his feet and she heard his word. That's important. She listened to what he had to say. Now in, in chapter 11 of John's Gospel, they, we know the story very well. Her brother, Lazarus, had died. He was buried. He was in the grave for a number of days. They had sent to tell him that Lazarus was sick, but Jesus didn't come. Jesus didn't heal him from afar. Jesus didn't come to heal him. Lazarus died, buried, and he was in the grave. Martha says, by now he's stinking. And Jesus comes after four days, and he goes to the, uh, before he goes to the grave to raise Lazarus, a uh, message is sent on to Mary that the Lord Jesus had come. And we find that in verse 32 of, um, let's read verse, verse 31. Verse 30. Now Jesus was not yet come into the town, but was in that place where Martha met him. And the Jews then, which were with her in the house, Mary, and comforted her, when they saw Mary, that she rose up, hastily and went out, followed her, saying that she goeth to the grave to weep. So they were thinking that she's going to the grave to weep. Then in verse 32, Then when Mary was come, where Jesus was, and saw him, she fell down at his feet, and said, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. So now she needs to be comforted. She needs, because she's grieving because of the death of her, her brother. And she comes to the one, the, the only one who could help, the only one who could comfort her, the only one who could do something about it. And she falls down at his feet. And there she will say to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother had not died. Uh, we read on that when, 
when, when Jesus therefore saw her weeping, and the Jews also weeping, which came with her, he groaned in his spirit and was troubled. When he considered what sin had done, sin had brought about, it caused him to, to groan in his spirit. But he knew what he was going to do. He had come to take away uh, the sin, the penalty. He had come to pay the, the debt that we could not pay, to, to put away that which uh, no one else could have done. Uh, he knew that he had to go to the cross in order to pay the penalty for sin. But what is interesting is that when we get to chapter 12 of this same John's Gospel, we find that Mary is again at the feet of the Lord Jesus. But now she is worshipping the Lord Jesus. She sat at his feet earlier and she heard his word. When she needed comfort, she knew where to go, to the feet of the Lord Jesus. But now, they have an opportunity. The Lord Jesus is in the midst. I want to think of, want to think of this. He's, he's invited to a feast, and he's there in the midst. And all these people who are there, we, we can probably assume that uh, Mary was, we know Mary was there, we know Martha was there, we know Lazarus was there at the table. We can assume that all, the, that, that all the, the disciples were there also. And uh, we know that the disciples were there because it's, it speaks about the disciples. And Mary takes this opportunity to worship, to exalt this one with, in whom she had found all her delight and all her pleasure. Let's read very quickly. Uh, in verse in chapter 12 then Jesus six days before the Passover came to Bethany where Lazarus was which had been dead whom he raised from the dead there they made him a supper and Martha served but Lazarus was one of them that sat at a table with him Martha was not complaining now she served she's serving uh, like I said before, it was a number of people there, and she's not complaining. She she's doing her part. She she's serving, and he reads in, in verse um, uh, in verse three. Then took Mary a pound of ointment of spikenard, very costly and anointed the feet of Jesus, and wiped his feet with her hair, and the house was filled with the odor of the ointment. Now, <clears throat> oh, let's read on. Then said one of the disciples, Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, which should betray him? Why was not this ointment sold for 300 pence and given to the poor? This he said, not because he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief and had a bag and bear what was put therein. Jesus said, let her alone against the day of my bearing, and she kept this. 
For the poor always ye have with you, but me ye have not. So, here it is that uh, Jesus is now in their midst. They're having a feast. They're enjoying um, supper. Jesus was invited. And Mary takes the opportunity to go and to, and to worship him. Now, think of the scene. The Lord Jesus is sitting there. They didn't sit in chairs like these. They sat in uh, where they were, like in lunch. So his feet would be back here. And she comes and she anoints his feet. How did she do this? It meant that she had to get all the way down. To go down and to anoint the feet of the Lord Jesus. But what I want to bring before you this morning very briefly is that what it cost her in order to come and to worship the Lord Jesus. And I want to say to you and to me that if we are to come to worship, it's going to cost me something. Worship is costly. It's not cheap. Notice what it says here about Mary. She came and she, uh, uh, she had a pound of ointment of spikenard. When you read about spikenard, it speaks of its purity. It was a, a substance that was very pure. It was very difficult for them to extract this substance. And so it was very costly. Notice what John says about it. Uh, in, in verse 3, Spikenard. Very costly. If you were to turn to Matthew's Gospel and Mark's Gospel, you would find that they both said that it was very precious. So Mark and John says this was a precious substance. John tells us that it was very costly. So, uh, we don't hear Mary speaking, we don't hear her voice, but we see her action. What an encouragement for the sisters. You come to the breaking of bread in the, in the morning meeting, you don't hear your voice, but you appreciate the Lord. You have the opportunity to bring something very costly, of immense cost. To the Lord. What she did is she brought something of value. Notice it's a pound of spikenard. Now, how long did it take her to accumulate, to amass one pound of spikenard? It must have taken her some time. This is very costly material, very precious material. It wasn't like you can just go out and get it. So it meant that it took time for her to acquire this 
this uh, spike nard. It took an effort, special effort for her to do so. And so she was able to acquire this over a period of time. Notice what Judas said. It would cost 300 pence. It wasn't cheap. You know, 300 pence was a great part of an ordinary man's salary for a year. So if in a year he probably made, let's say maybe four or five hundred pence, it would have taken Mary some time to accumulate that those uh, the amount of of spikenard in order to bring it to the feet of the Lord Jesus to worship, to give to him. Uh, it, it, Judas didn't appreciate what she was doing. He was only concerned with the, acti- with the activity. He didn't appreciate it. He said, uh, we can give this to the poor. We should have sold it and give it to the poor. Not that he cared for the poor, Scripture tells us but because he was a thief and he had other ideas. But the fact is that she recognized who the Lord is and she was willing to, to, to give her all to the Lord. And in order to do so, it, she accumulated this spikenard, this very costly um, uh, substance, this very precious substance and she came and she brought it and she anointed the feet of the Lord Jesus. Scripture tells us that it was the, the, the odor filled the whole house, the whole place where they were. So others were able to appreciate what she was doing. And uh, so just uh, remind my own self, remind you that as we consider the Lord Jesus and who He is and what He has done, what He has done for us, that we need to come and to worship Him. But we need to uh, bring that which is it's costly, which costs us something. You know, we need to spend time in the Word uh, during the week. So when we come on Sunday morning, we have something offer. And that's what Mary did. She acquired the spike nard, very costly, very precious, and she brought it, and she put it at the feet of the Lord Jesus because she appreciated who he is and what he was about to do. He was about to go to the cross. Very soon after, he would go to the cross, and there he would suffer and bleed and die at the hands of a wicked and sinful man. They would nail him to a cross. And they would sit down, the scripture said. They sat down and they watched him. And they said, if you are the son of God, come down from the cross. And then we would believe. He had done all those things and they didn't believe. You think they were going to believe that? No. They hated him. They despised him. But this morning, we love him. We love him because of who he is and what he has done. He has accomplished that which God 
gave him to do. The only one who could have done so. The just one dying for us, the unjust. And having died, buried, he rose again from the dead. Death had no hold on him. He rose from the dead triumphantly. And he's now seated at the right hand of the majesty and high. A place of power. A place of uh, dignity. There he is, exalted. Men gave him the lowest place, but God has given him the highest place. And one day he's coming. Maybe today he will come and take us all to be with himself. We will be around this blessed one who loved us and gave himself for us. May the Lord encourage your hearts as you, you contemplate the Lord Jesus, who he is and what he has done for his name's sake. Amen. 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 This year, <laughs>